0: Welcome to Shul Machshav Neda and Daf Tzadi The Gemara in the Muddalef, a few lines below the two Dats in the middle of the page, brings a discussion. If Reb Shimon said his concept that all outdoor spaces are considered to be one Rishus, did he say that when we have an Eruv or only when there is no Eruv? And then Abriechan says a sentence which literally means, who whispered to you that, Rabbi, that there's a difference between an and no irvo according to Habshimeh? Taisa says over here, the Rashi doesn't say the girsa. He doesn't say the words, Milchashcha, who whispered to you. But Taisa goes on to explain that Milkhash could apply over here. And at least in the second explanation, Taisa explains that me is in lieu of saying, who told you? So we say, who whispered to you? Toez goes on to say a, another pshat that there's a different gerson says saying we it's it's one word which is which refers to Rabbi Yechanan. the Rabbi Yechanan was born from a lechisha because the Gemara in tells us a story that is the mother of Rabbi Yechanan, she had a desire to an impulse to eat something in Yom Kippur so they whispered to her in her ear and told her today's Yom Kippur. And that stopped her from that desire to eat, and she was able to continue fasting on Yom Kippur. So Byechanon had a special connection to whispering. What what's the discussion over here we're going whispering? Why is this word used over here? And why does Rashi say you don't use the word? So it seems to be the following. Usually, when we use the word lechisha whispering, we use it in a context of something which in this world is not something that you can discuss, and it's hidden and concealed in this world. For example, the Gemara in base in Brachas, tells us that you're allowed to start up with the Rishoim in this world, and the Gemara says, If someone whispers to you, there's the pasok, don't start with the Rishoim, meaning, Rishayim, they are standing against the Kaddish So to come and say that you're not allowed to start up with a Rishayim, that really is not the right way, the way the world's supposed to be. So you say it, you say it, whispering. We say, Hashem, k'fayim Every day in Shema, whispering. The Gemara in, in Pesach, it tells us why. Because when gave us Shema Yisrael, it does not mention B'Rishayim. But when the Shvatim said Shema Yisrael, then Yaakov replied with Baruch Shem. The Gemara brings a mushle, which we're not going to go into now to explain the connection of the mushal. But the mushal is of a princess who really wants to eat something which is inappropriate. So you give it to her quietly, as if you whisper it. So I mean, Baruch Shem is something which really doesn't belong to Shema that much. So we say it whispering. Chazal Sefer tells us that one of the reasons that we dive in shu'aneh we dive in whispering, because when we dive in where we're right in front of a Bochum. And we do not have anybody else over here, no malachim, no srafim, and no the opposite, no sitraachah. So therefore we do b'lechisha, because usually in this world we have so much structure, and so much other elements coming around. So when we come to a place, it's only us Baruch Hu, that's beyond this world, it's concealed from this world. So we say it Bilkhisha, we say it in a, in a whisper. The Khawasya in the safer, Markashisha, when he refers to the Mil he sends to the Sifri in the beginning of Pasha's Ray'eh. Pasha's Ray'i, the Torah tells you, I'm giving you bracha of the Klala. You could choose between good and bad. Free will. Free will, you could choose between good and bad. Says the Medrash over there. Mi lechashcha, the Torah give you the option of brach and klala. All these examples tell you the lechisha whispering is something very deep, very high, that belongs only to places that you don't really, can really reveal it in the world. So now we understand very clearly what Rashi says, you cannot use this, this concept. Here in the Gemara, here in the Gemara is a regular shakla vetari, if according to Abshiman, you're allowed to carry in a place that does have ayuv. To use the word, there's such a of words of milchashchol, I don't use in this sogyal. Tyson seems to say that you're right, this thing doesn't belong over here, but it's a borrowed term. The same way when you have something that doesn't really make sense, you have to conceal it, you don't really want to bring it out loud. We're talking about very deep stuff, you use the word milchashchol. So the Gemara comes out, Rabbi Yechon is attacking and saying, according to that that says that you're a lot of care in outdoor spaces. Now you can come and differentiate that if there is air if you can't, and if there is not air if you could, Mila It's something which doesn't make so much sense. We conceal it. You use that borrowed term. And that may be also the last of tasis. Says that Biacharon was born from Lachisha. Eberichonon is the one who can differentiate and define what belongs to a whisper, what does not belong to a whisper. In other words, what, what you come and reveal, what you don't come and reveal. He's using the borrowed term of lechisha to tell us that this thing here doesn't really make sense. Because whenever you whisper something, it's when something doesn't really fit in this world. He says Eberichonon, this is not such deep stuff. There's no reason over here to differentiate what one of shimon says. Me lechashcha. Are you bringing it to the level of a lechisha? But Yechel is the one who disagrees with the concept of differentiating by between Eruv and no Eruv.